Welcome to the Ring Crew Podcast. Woo! Yeah! Right. This is the place where we set up and break down everything in the world of the squared circle. Uh, we've got a lot to get through today, so let's start off with the introduction so we can dive right in. I am Ira. Right next to me is my man, Sean Redford. Welcome, welcome. Good to be here again on another show. And uh, as much as I love podcasting and talking and cracking jokes, my second love is professional wrestling. And as he just said, we're going to knock it out for, uh, oh, a little bit of time here and there, talking about anything and everything wrestling related. And yeah, that's that's about that for me for right now. And I'm going to bring it over to uh, circling around the room. I have the secondary Sean, or just the second Sean on the show, <laughs> Sean Law himself. Woohoo! What's going yep. on? I am a human being. Top five. <laughs> uh, re- wrestling is like top five for me. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to be here. Yay! And of course, we have <laughs> the king of the podcast himself. Larry Mormon. At one time, maybe the king of the podcast. I've had to step back for a moment, but this is one of the podcasts I absolutely love doing, The Ring Crew. We're here. We're going to talk about my big passion next to video games uh, is professional wrestling, unless it's a professional wrestling video game, and then I'm all in as well. But we got lots to talk about this week. Pickles is on assignment. He'll be back next time. <laughs> uh, all in. Is that a pun? Yes. Oh, oh there we go. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yes. I'm, I'm 11 months too early. <laughs> Let's start off with the WWE, where they're going to have their Crown Jewel pay-per-view on October 21st, 12 p.m. on the Peacock Network in Saudi Arabia. Please ignore the human rights violations. (laughs) Please ignore. Oh, Sami Zayn's here? Is that it? Is he? <laughs> we'll get into that a little later. <laughs> Taking place in Saudi Arabia, like I said, at 12 noon on Thursday. So if you have a job, I hope you have a DVR. So that's being all that said, let's get right to the card where we're going to crown. Oh, I wish I had my little sound effect for right, the royalty. Right. The king of the ring and the queen crown finals. Ah, now, how fitting. If you were with us last episode, which was Friday for SmackDown, we found out that Finn Balor is going to be who has defeated Sami Zayn. Please ignore the human rights violations. Please ignore. (laughs) Now, I have to tell you one thing about this. While it was a great match, I love Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. I love Finn Balor. Knowing that the finals were going to be in Saudi Arabia... And Sami Zayn is not headed there. He gave you a little Shocking. bit of a clue who was going to win. Uh, what you think of the match, Sean? Uh, back and forth, I thought it was really, really good. Um, the character that the WWE has portrayed with Sami Zayn is nothing, not even close to his actual abilities and such. Uh, you know, especially when he was the generic luchador, uh, El Generico. He really had, like, just put on five-star matches nonstop back and forth. And personally, me, I was kind of hoping it would squeak out, but I understand the whole situation and everything, so better luck next time, Sammy, but all in all, it was a really good match. I don't disagree with you, but I also think the style that he's wrestling more fits WWE, and the generic Luchador is pulling out some wild stuff, because wasn't his like signature the top rope brain buster, which was like... One of the most lethal, uh, depending, like, yeah, yeah. It would, it would be, it was one of those moves that were broken out in a really heated match when he was trying to get the job done. I mean, he used the Huluva kick more times than not as almost a finisher. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of the moves that he did in Ring of Honor would never be used in the WWE. Yeah, so I think his style has more adapted. Absolutely. 
Um, I don't remember Sami Zayn being in Ring of Honor, so I don't know what you're talking about. Right, uh, yes, yeah, right, right. Me. Oh, yes, me. yeah. Um, I forgot about that word starts with a K and was a, ends with a fave. My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, obviously, and we've all been watching, you know, I, I get this a lot as well. We've all been watching wrestling for so long. We, we, you know, even though we know and we had an idea, oh, they're going to Saudi Arabia, there's no way Sami Zayn's getting on the plane to go to Saudi. So it's not a matter of how it ends or, or what the ending is. It's just a matter of how you get there. Right. And usually that's really what it's all about. And the match was for SmackDown was a great match. You know, again, WWE Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor, you think normally would have been a mismatch i think in, like in in new japan probably no offense to anybody but um i think in wwe it told the story you needed to tell i was keeping an eye on that top rope though just in case for finn balor because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen um <laughs> i keep texting that to you every time you ask how are we going to finish that well the top rope yeah. will just fall down <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the running gig um but top-notch match um finn balor going into the finals whether on the other side with raw it's going to be a tough tough battle um but we'll see what happens this thursday well let's bring that up uh he's either going to be taking on xavier woods or jinder mahal now okay let's do this two ways one who do you think will win and two who should win um i feel like i can answer who should win for all of us uh i mean who should win is woods now, granted, yes, you don't just dictate something because someone wants it. Uh, but apparently Woods really, like, truly always wanted to win the King of the Ring tournament. Like, that's one of his goals in wrestling. Not even WWE title. The King of the Ring. So I don't really see Vince setting up the entire tournament just for Xavier Woods. Okay, we're not going to give you a title, kid. But uh, <laughs> you want a crown? Well, that make you happy. But with that being said, I also feel like the storyline, and we'll get into it with the Queen's Crown, the story writing for these two tournaments, to me, has been awful. And it wouldn't put it past me for Vince to find it funny to not put Woods in the finals. Like, I don't mind Woods not winning, but get him to the finals at least, and that's what I'm worried about. Now, who should win Woods, mm-hmm. who I think is going to win? Actually, I think Woods. Okay. I also think it's Woods because what momentum does Mahal have going in besides the tournament itself? What storylines has he been in? What clicks has no, he been I'm in? No, I'm sorry. You're you're assuming that writers do their job in, in wrestling. No. Right. <laughs> Jinder Mahal yeah. has history in tournaments. He was in the finals for the NXT championship. I'm I'm talking about now, but oh, I, now I, I think I'm thinking of the wrong promotion. Mm. So I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. Um basically I'm just gonna go with I hope it's Woods because I like Woods. Um I think he has a lot of character and charisma and can wrestle uh well and if he could carry the ring uh, uh carry the crown and bring uh prestige back to the tournament. Um, you know, he won't, uh, what was the quote? Was it Edge who said I won't Billy Gunn it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, uh, Woods. Woods all the way. All right, um, I don't think, uh, I, I don't think Woods is even going to make it to the finals. I think Ginger's going to beat Ooh. him. Um, not that I want it to happen, but I think it's going to, I think they have, uh, as much as, Xavier Woods is a fantastic talent. He's been a hero of mine since he made the jump when he used to be Consequences Creed. Uh, I love the New Day, everything like that. I think they're still going to bank upon the New Day being a a tag team on SmackDown, and I think the match is going to end up being Jinder versus Finn, 
And I, to be honest, I think Jinder's going to beat Finn. I really so do. So you think Jinder's wow. the king of the ring? I think so. Quick question. Yeah. Do you think they're still trying to penetrate India as a market right now? I believe so. Um, I, I think I, I think that's a push, and because of where they're going, because it's close enough to where he's from, uh, I think he's going to end up winning. Well, the other day, didn't they have uh, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali yep. uh, versus what was it, Jinder, Shaky, and Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Veer, yeah. right? And and there was somebody else, and yeah. so if you're trying to grab it, you're right. You, you know, talking about yeah. the old Indian pay per view? No, yeah. I'm talking about. No, oh, no, that's right. No, I don't know. You're right. Because right. then they, sorry. yeah, because yes, yes. then backstage they broke yes. him up and then decided a match for the crown jewel, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Which is 20 minutes after one of us asked, why is Mansoor not on the card? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So who's king in the ring? You say. I'm going to say gender. Um, Woods. You know, I got to say Balor. Mm. And I wouldn't be disappointed, but I got to say Balor. I'm, I'm really afraid that, again, they're going to go, well, we need a heel versus a face. Right. And we have Balor, yeah. so that means gender has to go in and we'll mm -hmm. screw Woods over. And if that is the but case, Balor I really think they'll give it to gender. Wow. If they let Balor be a heel, Balor's such a phenomenal heel. Yes, he is. Yeah, he, he is. He was in NXT for, for for a half a minute. But I don't think they want him to be a heel on SmackDown because he comes out with but such cool swagger in his leather jacket, and everybody's all about it. Like, you know, doing yeah. the whole pose with his music and everything. It's that audience participation thing that the WWE just seems to grasp upon with certain individual talents, and I think that's what they're still going with with Finn. Because Finn Balor, as you just stated, is over. Yeah. He doesn't oh, totally. need yeah. cool guy Finn. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, um, two people tried on the crown yesterday, and it just looked phenomenal. Uh, Zelina Vega, who we'll get on mm -hmm. uh, after this. Ooh, yeah. Crazy. Oh, wait, okay. Wait. Yeah. Match wise. Match wise. Got it. Got I, it. I think Tommy End would like right. a word or two. Sure. Hey. And hey. Uh, Sami Zayn, who right. you looked at it and went, I. King Zane. Yeah. I like it, but we know that won't happen. So we have our picks. Let's see what will happen. Moving on to the Queen's Crown matches. And, Larry, I, I, you said it perfectly. It's, it's just crap. The, the matches, they're not giving them time. The stories are non-existent. I mean, oh, Carmella has a mask now. Okay. Uh, don't even get me started on yeah. that. That's about it. Vince gets so, Vince. I, I just real quick. I'm sorry. Vince gets a. Well, I'll try and keep it PG. Yeah. You right. know. Yeah. You know. Gets something going on where once he locks into something, he runs it to the ground. Remember, uh, before the pandemic, he was all about six man tag two out of three four matches. Yeah. Yes. They were on every mm -hmm. Raw for like two months. Now he's into the masks. Seamus, Mandy Rose had one for a week. Now Cody had has one. a weird one. But Undertaker that's had one. But, like it's but just, it, but it's. I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you. It's over the course of time. Yes. He's got a weird hard on for face masks. But at least those masks had. They were one person, and right. there was decades apart. Oh yeah. Now, like it was happening at the same time. Right. But with that being said, um, yeah, you know, I, I feel like he's reverting back. He's like, oh, the women are in the ring. All right, you know, throw a mask break. on somebody. Give her yeah, the champion. Basically, and you don't need stories uh -huh. in King of the Ring. Yeah. To me. Right. You don't need stories in King of the Ring. It's just it's about the tournament. But well, remember, that's another you're also argument. building stories. As we saw yeah. yesterday, we thought Liv Morgan, who, by the way, should be in the finals for this, but isn't. You can see now that they're building a Carmella versus right. Liv Morgan. But let, let's get back How into do it. you build a story when the matches go by so fast? There's a sonic boom. Mm -hmm. True. I agree. I agree. But it's there weird. are ways of building things 
you it, if you have a creative writer, you can build it off of a sentence. I mean, we've seen promos where it's just I gutted you with yeah. one yeah. sentence mm-hmm. and it's on. It you're not wrong, but these matches are so short, and mm-hmm. I I. I, I Again, we're going to talk about it later, but it's like I turned on a wrestling show to watch wrestling. Right, sure. Yes. But it's also it, it's also the fact that this was an event that was a one-night tournament style back in the day and done correctly, and now instead they decided to spread it like some peanut butter on toast over the course of a couple of weeks and then lead up to uh, Blood Money for Vince match or yeah. whatever the hell. So let's go uh, Zelina Vega. Right. Took out Tony Storm in the first round. Carmella took out Liv Morgan, which I'm very upset about. Uh, but we'll digress, which led to yesterday. Zelina the heel taking on Carmella the heel. Right. Can still be a great match. Both mm-hmm. of them can go. Right. And what did they do? They played a little game with her Carmella's face mask and a quick roll up in a two minute match that meant nothing mm-hmm. to go to the finals of, of the first Queen's yeah. Court. Well, it was it was a way ah. of pushing Zelina as you know further a further competitor in the uh, Queen's Court or whatever you want to call it, and it was also wow. Queen's Crown that one too. <laughs> uh, so the Queen's Crown Court, you know that thing, um, and also Do-do-do-do-do. just kind of you know pushing a side a sidebar storyline between uh, Carmella and Liv. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to. Yeah. I would have preferred a. I would have preferred Zelina. Trying to polish a turd here. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I would have preferred Zelina going into the finals with a bye, which was fine by me. That has happened in the past. True. Because she's a heel. Of course, it would make more sense if it was a single night tournament. Right. And she went in with a bye. But it, it it is what it is at this point. You know, we're, we're stuck with what we got. Um, nothing against Zelina. I'm happy to see Zelina work. Yes. You know, I'm even shocked she came back. She agreed to come back. Uh, you know, how do we add legitimacy <laughs> to these women's matches? Squash them. Basically, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Vince, it's not 1989. Yes, it, it is. is in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go to the possible opponents over on Raw. Do drop, drop Natalia. <laughs> yep. And Shayna Baszler took care of Dana Brooke. So now on Monday's Raw, we will have Do Drop against Shayna Baszler. Again, I'll ask the question, who should win and who do you think will win? That, I honestly, I want that to be like a 30-minute match because I think they could actually both go and put on a really good match. Um, But I think it's probably going to be Shayna Baszler because she has a lot of momentum. and Or they may actually try to keep Dewdrop's momentum up because everybody knows Baszler's enough of a killer they and I don't think they have uh, creative has nothing for you right now sort of thing. Something that literally the light bulb just went off in my head. Finn Balor's going to SmackDown, right? Uh, we I mean, we're going to talk about it, but Balor's going to SmackDown. Um, and Baszler. Finn is, Balor will be on Raw. Oh, he's going on Raw. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Because I was going to say, <laughs> I'm watch one. One one will be from Raw, one will be from SmackDown. Oh, sure, yeah. It literally just dawned on me now. That's why. Yeah. So, um, since I'm already talking, um, I'll just say as far as I, I, who do I want to win? Shayna Baszler. Because she's already the queen of spades. And it can almost be played in like the king of hearts was. Oh, that'd be so sick. Can you imagine oh, nice. if she pulled off the queen of spades and she almost oh. did it as good as Owen did? 
Um, She'd be so good. Absolutely. I'm sorry, who? What? <laughs> oh, we like Owen. We, don't we like do, his, too. We don't we like do his too. older brother. He's elite no, no, no. He's all we, elite. No, we, we, oh, we, we love Owen, you know, hand in hand, great, you know, whatever. However, in the realm of the WWE, who? Uh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, we who's a, Jim Neidhart? We put a ring on his dead hand, you know. Um. So, and I think Baszler, I think Shayna Baszler will win. I think I want her to win, and I think she will win. It'll be Vega and Baszler, uh, and that's going to be such a short match. <laughs> well, probably because there's already too many women matches for Saudi Arabia. I'm going to uh, I'm going to take the opposite oh. side of that. I'm going to say that Dewdrop is going to beat Shayna sadly because I don't want that to happen. Um, I think uh, yeah. Well, the whole deal with uh, the whole deal with Dewdrop, I think they're really pushing for the uh, you know everybody's an individual snowflake and we're all important and popular and everything. And look at this chick who doesn't look like she could win championships and stuff like that. She's doing it. So listen up, ladies. You could do that too. I don't agree with this. This isn't my personal opinion. This is just my view on things. I love everybody. Um, but I think yeah, I think she's going. I think she's going to beat Shayna, and I think she's going to wind up beating Zelina as well. And they're going to put the crown on a face instead of two heels duking it out, which they should be. Okay, so you say Dewdrop, yes. who's, queen, who's Queen's crown? Um, I'm going to say Baszler after the uh, sell that I got from Larry. No, Baszler. <laughs> I'm going Shayna Baszler. Uh, they've they're finally let her be a killer again. Oh, thank God. Thank you for taking yes. out Eva Marie. I sent you a fruit basket just for that. <laughs> um, so I do think it's going to be Queen Shayna. Thank you for last night on SmackDown showing up with Sonya as her muscle yeah. and just holding it down and just, oh, that was such an old school angle with that <laughs> women's match. And just, yeah, it was so Bischoff. It was amazing. So moving on to other matches at Crown Jewel. Uh, I was the one who asked Larry, I said, Wait, where's... Mentor, I mean, they got him from that area, and he doesn't have a match. And lo and behold, he's got a match now against Mustafa Ali. So that, that good. That's I gonna mean, be a good match. Yeah. That's gonna be a very good. That'll match, be. That can go. It'll yeah, yeah. It'll be a back and forth spot fest. Uh, the crowd will probably be behind it because it's like a hometown match kind of. And uh, yeah, it should be a lot Mance, of fun. Mansoor's usually the one who they let. You know, do what you want in the ring because it's your crowd. And probably the prince is like, I want him to win. I want him to win. Because <laughs> we know who's booking him. this. Yeah, yes, we yeah. do. <laughs> Moving on. Uh... Watch that be the main event. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would have more respect for that pay-per-view if that was the main event. <laughs> Tune in and see. Uh, then we go to Hell in a Cell. This is going to be interesting. Oh, Edge oh. versus Seth Rollins. Uh which I was looking forward to this to finally end, you know, finally we can put a punctuation mark on this and then they both get drafted to Raw, but we'll we'll ignore that for later right, on. Right. But right now, finally to end this, Edge versus Seth Rollins in a, in a cell. Using Hell in the Cell as the proper way is fantastic instead of just using it as a generic match or the, uh, you know, headliner of a pay-per-view. Um, I think this is going to be phenomenal. Uh, my favorite Hell in a Cell match of all time was Undertaker versus Edge, uh, where JR almost got killed because the cage popped out and it was three <laughs> inches from his face on the announce table. Um, that match was nonstop. As much as I don't like Seth Rollins as a person and I hate hearing him talk, in ring he can get it done. And I think the two of them inside the cell is going to be fantastic. I think that will be match of the night. I just want to know what kind of outfit Seth's going to be That's wearing. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fly yeah, outfit last yeah. night. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I usually don't have faith in WWE gimmick or Hell in a Cell matches mm-hmm. anymore. They're a crapshoot. Unless, like, Shane McMahon's involved. And then you're right. like, okay. Yeah. All right, so the man's going to commit suicide. We're yep. going to wait for that yeah. spot. I'll get the gif. <laughs> 
wild when you see it live. Yeah. <laughs> and besides that, it's like it's going to be a there's going to be a couple brawling spots. Other than that, it's it's you're going to get that one spot. Mm hmm. Well, let's let's remember um, uh, Seth Rollins was involved in the worst match, match. of 2019, oh which was a, was hell, a hell of a cell, cell match, match. Okay. against uh. the Fiend. Uh, but Edge, I have not been disappointed in the Edge and Rollins matches so far. Uh, the one at the Garden I thought was actually spectacular. I thought it was actually better than the SummerSlam match, in my opinion. But yes, as... Radford said, uh, using Hell in a Cell properly, this is it. This is the final match, quote-unquote, for these two to settle the score, and it's better to do it inside Hell in a Cell. What if they wind up just kicking the crap out of each other so hard that it turns into, like, a respect thing, and then they form a tag team on Raw and just, like, take the titles from whoever's got them in, like, a month? I thought this was no spoilers. I thought this I, was oh, spoilers sorry, free. sorry, spoilers. sorry. I was told yeah. there'd be no math. Uh, <laughs> Now we're going to do a review, which might actually take longer than the entire match. Goldberg taking on Bobby Lashley. <laughs> oh, uh, take your 10 seconds, go. I got to be honest, I don't even know if I can comment on this because I was put on a 24-hour ban on Facebook for commenting <laughs> on it the other night. Um, the sheer fact that uh, that Goldberg was like, yo, you're, you're dead. You're not even making it out alive of this match. That's just madness. Um, I think it's... I don't know what to expect of this match. I, I really do like Bobby Lashley, but I don't think he's a leader. I think Goldberg is too old to lead the match, and I just think this is going to be a cluster bomb. I don't think Goldberg has had a successful match in Saudi Arabia. Um, he almost killed you himself. could have stopped without Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I'm not a Goldberg fan, yeah, and I'm a new I. Bobby Lashley fan since him being champion. Um, but no, Goldberg has just he has not performed well in the desert. Uh, he almost killed himself during the Undertaker match, and he almost killed Undertaker. But I like the fact that there's no title on the line. Makes me accept it more that Goldberg is back yeah. and taking on Bobby Lashley. And I do like that realism mm -hmm. of him being a father. You laid your hands on my son. As a father, you're going to kill that person. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I appreciate the storyline. I think it's going to be a good – it's no holds barred, right? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. 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 It's going to be short. <laughs> Which gives Goldberg the open option no, for basically. murder. Yeah, you know, well, so there it and is. And again, it is yeah. Saudi Arabia. Right. Yeah. Um, so, oh, hey, hold hey. on. What was, what was oh. your line? Please ignore the human rights violations. Please ignore. Uh, Are there extradition laws from there? <laughs> well, they got stuck there last time, too. So get That's NXT right. ready to show uh, up I on SmackDown. Bring it up. Um, so. Bottom line, I actually like the match better because there's no title on the line, and I think it's going to be an, an okay match. You know, with no holes barred, that gives them a little leeway to not have to worry about wrestling. Uh, by the way, there has been a report straight from Goldberg himself that his knee is still not 100%. Ah. Uh, Good. Uh, you want me to comment? Yes. I'm um, going to go to the bathroom. You guys want any coffee? <laughs> yeah, all right, cool, cool. Gotcha, gotcha. So what you're saying oh, really is... <laughs> that's not kayfabe. The entrance <laughs> is going to take longer no, than the match. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you'll be able to hear during the match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hummus! I've got hummus! <laughs> okay, moving on, we'll go to the Raw Tag Team Championship, where RK-Bro will be taking on AJ Styles and his personal colossus, Omos. You know what? Uh, Omos has impressed me since WrestleMania. I figured it was going to be a weird one-off, and now uh, he's just got a guy who's nine feet tall. Mm -hmm. But 
Omos can work. You know, limited, but he can work for what he needs to do. Uh, I think this is going to be a great match. Uh, the chemistry between Orton and, and Riddle has been phenomenal, in my opinion. Riddle has just been having a blast with it. You know, like, Randy. You know, that's just some of the best work Riddle, for me, on the mic has been. It's the only way he his line. to take Riddle now. This is yeah. true. Um, I'm looking forward to the match. I think the titles are going to change hands because I feel like uh, Orton's going to turn on him. But um, I think it's going to be a good match. Can I play hyper cynic for like a minute? Sure. Um, Omos, I see and I go, that's the person that they got because they didn't want to pay Braun Strowman as much as they <laughs> as much as he wanted. And they just go, all right, we can get a giant and a minority. <laughs> oh, it's a twofer. <laughs> all right. That's not Vince's alley, though. <laughs> all right. Get him in here. Strowman, you're out. We're not paying you as much. He's younger. We can pay him less. And it's a minority hire. Ah, oh, it's a threefer. Threefer. He's a threefer. Strowman's still getting WWE money. He's going out with the NXT Women's Champion. Oh, there you go. Um, I think uh, just just uh, just as a tag match in general, this is going to be really good. I mean, uh, Randy Orton and AJ Styles are two of my favorites. Uh, you know, top twenty material, hands down. Um, Omos is I I think he has a lot more talent hidden up his sleeve than we than we have seen so far. I agree. And with to that. be perfectly honest, they feel both him and AJ feel like the modern day Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Yeah. Um, just the way that they're moving well, and everything, I think they will become tag wow. team champions again. And I think there will be a major back and forth feud between them two as they break up. And then I think at some point they are going to put the championship on Omos because he can. I guarantee that guy's got words to be spoken and moves to be made. Like he's, I think he's a talent that's just like we're sleeping on at the moment because he's toting around with AJ. And let's face it, AJ is phenomenal still after all these years. Uh, all in all, you. Uh, I think it's going to be a very good match. Okay, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, well, there's a three-way. It's a three-way nice. dance between oh. the man, <laughs> Becky Lynch, the blueprint, or the boss, Sasha Banks, and the EST, Bianca Belair. Yo, this match is going to rule. Judging by last night, yeah, I would say uh, just had that third component. It, it, Gonna blow the roof this off. match is going to rip as long as it's booked correctly because we all know triple threat matches can also turn into a, wait, who's doing what now? Wait, are, are you, is it your turn to do the yep. thing or is it my turn? Mm -hmm. Or uh, So as long as it's done well and it flows, this could be a like near match of the year contender level match. While all wearing like... Completely covered Complete sweatshirts. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, fine in itself. You must perform in a burqa. Please ignore the human rights violations. Please ignore. <laughs> Where's that button coming from? <laughs> That's the only thing I'm worried about is that, and all joking aside, I really do feel that, you know, the prince of Saudi Arabia does dictate a lot of, of what goes on on the show. And as much as they're trying to change their culture a little bit over there, which look, all right, fine. I give him, I give him credit for doing that. I feel like they're not like the prince is going to be like, all right, fine. You can have him, but I don't want him on there for long. And I, and I mean that I don't, again, I'm not joking and I'm not saying it's right. right. But, um, but with that being said, and yes, you know, head to toe, fine covered. That's fine. I still think it's going to be a phenomenal match. These three can work. They've shown they can work. Becky Lynch thrives in triple threats. 
I just am not crazy about because, again, I go back to we've been watching wrestling, all of us, forever. The draft has already happened. So we already kind of have an idea where things should go unless they want to spend more money in re-dying uh, the championship a different color. Mm-hmm. So um, bottom line, I'm looking forward to this match. Even with five or ten minutes, I think they can still make it work. Um, I think it's going to be a really good match. I do like all three of <clears throat> all three of these competitors, and uh, it'll be short. You know, it won't be as long as it would be if it was a pay per view. You know, in the states. Uh, but I think, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a back and forth between the three of them. But I do think Becky is going to retain. So if she retains the SmackDown Women's Championship, yes, she's taking it to Raw. Uh, possibly, yeah. Oh, or maybe, yeah, may, well, yeah. Th- see, that makes it difficult, too, with the whole draft, like, you know, being announced a few weeks before the fact of, like, you know, like, okay, well. it starts well, the day after Crown it's Day. Yeah, it starts the day after, but it still leaves that open door of, like, okay, but so-and-so's not going to be on that show. Do they retain or are they going to lose? Well, like, un- unless they do what they did last year with the tag titles, with the Street Profits and the New Day, and they're just like, uh, swap. Yeah. Right. Yeah, That I thought too. was the stupidest yeah, thing in the world. it is. It's, but yeah. To me, I think they should merge everything, but that's another story. I think that's just around <laughs> the corner myself, but. Well, now we get to the WWE Championship. Biggie, the champion, versus Drew McIntyre, who we know is going to SmackDown. So <laughs> I, I, I want to see the match because I like watching both these guys go. I think it'll be a great match. But let's be honest. Does anybody actually think that Big E is not going to retain? Oh, no. Absolutely. He's he's definitely keeping it. It's, it's going to be like, yeah, again, like I think this match will be you know just wild like i think they're gonna go i think this match is gonna last a while and it's gonna be move for move back and forth and again like i i couldn't even pick a winner because i do really like both of these guys so um yeah but i do think uh i think biggie's gonna retain just based on politics yeah aren't they both going in his face i don't think drew's working heel right now right uh yeah sort of eh, yeah you know like yeah. that good guy heel like i'll just be heel for the match yeah they're both yeah. kind of not steep. like Shawn michaels and yeah Hogan. yeah, he, yeah. now uh, um bad, yeah. yeah drew's kind of like like that that steve austin good bad guy at the moment okay. i'm a, a good sword. guy who says bad words yeah yeah oh, okay. <laughs> and we'll so, try and kill you with a sword yeah exactly yeah here's my sword shit you know so, like, yeah that's, it, that's the it way should just be a really fun back and forth it's gonna it's just gonna be a good match whether or not Drew was drafted to SmackDown, I think is irrelevant. I think Big E was going to retain regardless. But like I think Big E said, it's just going to be two big men slapping meat. And I've always been a fan of heavyweights, like even in boxing, in MMA. I just like the heavyweights. I do like to see just just hash being thrown at each other. Mm-hmm. Haymakers. Some big bob will come in at some point. Basically, oh, don't get me no, no, okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for those t-shirts to come out. Don't you disrespect I'm me. next to you with my like featherweight's number one finger. <laughs> Um, so, bottom line, uh, Big E will retain the title. Okay, now moving over to the Universal Championship, where it will be. Uh, I, I'm saying this should be an Oscar. Uh, Paul Heyman gets an Oscar for reactions. Mm-hmm. Now it's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Um, without revealing too much sources, uh, I knew of someone who... Uh, once worked with WWE, and he said that uh, you know Paul Heyman. We did all those when he started the ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Heyman. Blah blah blah. Even though it sounded off the cuff, he said those were word for word what was written for Paul Heyman. Hmm. Like he never went off script, and that's how good he is. He has been since day one in WCW. So Paul Heyman. Uh, you know the way he's been kind of split down the middle between the two of them. Even though he's like. On Roman's side, he's still kind of playing both fields. 
Uh, but as well, it's allowing Brock to be Brock. And it's weird because Brock's first go around when he was on his own and had to be on the mic and everything really didn't work out too well. But now it's it, it works. He seems to be a little more relaxed. He's coming out in the flannel. He's got his hair in a ponytail. And Pat McAfee says it best every time he comes out. He is the alpha male. If aliens invaded Earth and we needed to send one person, we would send Brock Lesnar to fight them. So it, I think it's going to be a drag out match. Not their first match in the desert. But it's going to be a fantastic match as far as who's going to win. I don't know. I, I feel Roman will, but I don't know how he's going to retain. I think this is going to be Brock Lesnar throwing Roman Reigns for 45 minutes. Roman Reigns gets up, hits about five spears, maybe one other move that maybe we've never seen before. And then there's a three count. Spoiler alert. Like a top rope and Karana or something? Not maybe nah. Maybe has he been doing the uh the side like running drop kick oh, thing the drive he used by? to do? The drive by? Well, once in a blue moon. So maybe he'll do the drive by or something, bust something different out, you know, maybe like a tree of woe or something. Uh does Paul Heyman leave with the winner, no matter who it is? Oh, I think so. I think, uh, yeah, I think the Heyman hustle is in full effect at this point. Um, you don't know. We don't know who he's for, uh, you know, or what he's really doing. But no matter what, I think he's right behind the champion. And you know, it was me the whole time. Ha ha ha. Um, so great uh, name. Yeah, like, well, you know, I, I'm not gonna get deep into it. We all know my love for Brock Lesnar doesn't exist. I uh, really hope. <laughs> I really hope Roman does win. Um, but I can see, uh, you know, something happening with Heyman screwing somebody. I'm just getting flashbacks to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm playing both sides so that I come out ahead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can't lose that. Wait a minute. Wait a okay. second. Hold You're not on. supposed to tell me. Speaking of Brock Lesnar, uh, the WWE held their annual draft, as we stated before. Uh, let me go and pay for it. It doesn't take effect until the day after Crown Jewel. Right. So starting on SmackDown next week, everyone will be assigned. Uh, everyone has their their draft profiles here of where yes. everyone went. Brock Lesnar is a free agent. Right. So he can go wherever he wants. Oh, good. One of four free agents. But now everyone is taking a look at the draft, who went to Raw, who went to SmackDown. My first opinion after looking through all this is, oh, no. They've broken up every woman's tag team. There's no woman's tag team. They took away Shotzi from uh, Tegan yeah, Knox. Right. I forgot about that. They yeah. took away Tamina from Natalia. They took there is not one woman's tag. So they present the belts so the women can have more time so Vince can just go, "Ah, uh, her." And oh, I like her. Put he them together. Was forced to make those titles. He never wanted those. Remember what I said about like them. that sonic boom of the length of yes. those matches earlier? Like, I, it's crazy because AEW. The one thing WWE had currently over AEW was the strength of their women's roster. Judging by uh, yesterday, if you happen to see uh, Becky against Bianca, uh, I'm sorry, Becky against Sasha. Was an amazing match as it usually is with mm -hmm. them. And, but that being said, like WWE had the quality of women's performers that they they could put on a main event women's match and it would be competitive. Why they are sh shooting themselves in the foot so hard 
is insane to me. Well, I think we're going to find out. First of all, I think we'll find out uh, a little more about how WWE will fare, uh, like in that fashion against AEW, when the ratings come out from Friday yeah. because of the head-to-head stuff and everything like well, that. Well, I have some news on that. Oh, one. really? I didn't even know that was, uh, wow, that yeah, was quick. Yeah, you can look up the overnights, oh. and both of them were majorly down due to uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. Oh, that's so that. there's the Stupid one baseball. There's, oh, don't worry. Pac McAfee made plenty of references to it <laughs> yesterday. Uh, so I, it's going to continue. I'm sure we're going to get a new Friday Night War edition of this. I'm... Looking over, uh, there were a couple of other things. Okay, one, Raw obviously kept the 24-7 gang together. Right. Because except yeah. for Drew Gulag on SmackDown, it's Reggie... Akira Chizawa, it's R-Truth, it's Drake Maverick, it's all the same people who are chasing. Mm. Okay. Uh, SmackDown, let's let's talk about this. Look at your SmackDown paperwork. All right. Now, got it. after Roman, oh, assuming, assuming that Roman does defeat Brock Lesnar, right. we already know Drew McIntyre is up next. Yeah. Yes. We put that out. After that runs its course... Show me anyone on this who can challenge Roman. Uh, if Xavier wins the King of the Ring, <laughs> uh, Xavier's on Raw. No, he's on SmackDown. Oh, is he? Did I get that wrong? Oh, no, no, I'm he's sorry. on SmackDown. Oh, um, mm, they could set that up. Uh, I could, I could see Sheamus coming around for another. For they would another have knock. to switch him though. No, he's on SmackDown. No, no, they would have to switch him right now. Sheamus is uh, a top heel on Raw. And I'm assuming he would be a heel on SmackDown. Well, I mean, Roman's not exactly a heel to begin with. Like, you know, the even though the bloodline is supposed to be like this dark, you know, crew of like, you know, just rough and tumblers, the crowd's all about it and they're all behind it. So yep. they're always cheering for the Usos. They're cheering for Roman and everything like that. I could see Sheamus coming through as a semi-heel bad guy. Or who knows, when he does turn up, maybe... Like, they just gave him the new, well, a newer promo last night when we were watching SmackDown. Uh, so maybe they are going to, you know, change his persona and everything like that, turn him back into, you know, the uh, the, the bar-toting, you know, love-to-fight type guy. Yeah. Um, I could see him, or even though it's it's a pipe dream and I doubt it'll ever happen, I could also see Cesaro coming out of nowhere mm. and yeah. just really just whooping ass and taking it. names. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. Speaking of out of nowhere, what's the last thing that's been done with Ricochet? Right. That's another one. Yeah. Nothing. They, well, they gave him a King of the Ring qualifier and knocked him But right the, the last big ran, run he had was with what's currently Malachi Black. Right. Sheamus as well. He, he had a yeah, run with him. He had the run with Sheamus. Yeah. So he could be a guy that's a blank slate that they could do a big story sure. with. I see, like, uh, Jeff Hardy, probably before he's done, they'll give him a run, I think, with Roman. Uh, and I think Nakamura. I think, you know, Shinsuke... He has it. He has the ability. Will they use it? No, because, you know, again, he's the Intercontinental Champion and barely defending it. But um, he's really in a tag team with Rick Boogs. Um, But I can see Nakamura and Roman. I'd I'd, I'd enjoy that match. Okay. Uh, Now, taking a look at both Raw and SmackDown, who do you think has overall the best roster? And that would include... Singles, tag, hmm. women's matches. Uh, I'm looking at the women's matches, and as Law said before, they, they are kind of stacked on each side. There are people, you got Charlotte, Sasha, Shayna, and a lot of other talent on SmackDown. If you go to Raw, you have Bianca, 
Rhea Ripley, who will eventually drop that. She's gonna, I'm, she's, she'll be in the mask before uh, the end of the year. Becky, <laughs> Alexa, and plenty of more talent. So Mia I don't Yim. think the women's division. Oh, yeah. finally, me. Wait, Yim where's Asuka? Asuka she's and Bailey are considered free agents right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that for you. Because, oh, and so is Eva Marie. <laughs> yeah, so is Eva Marie. Shayna, do you want a, big, a muffin basket perhaps? <laughs> you can take her out. So I'm looking at this. I see Raw really got over on SmackDown to me because I'm looking at things I've never seen. Now, Sean Radford had mentioned what you saw going forward for AJ and Omos. I'm looking at Edge versus AJ. Right. I'm looking at Keith Lee and Bobby Lashley for a real match, not a uh, uh, 30-second squad. I'm looking at so many things that I've never seen before on Raw, whereas I'm looking at SmackDown and I'm going, do I really want to see, let's see, Sami Zayn uh, take on Mace? Or uh, let's see, uh, we got, uh, and I do like Ricochet. Uh, let's let's put Top Dollar against Happy Corbin. Yeah. I'm, I'm not excited about mm-hmm. it. Did it feel weird typing Happy Corbin? <laughs> Thank God it was cut and paste. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Raw has it between things like looking at it at a glance. I'm like, Damian Priest is somebody exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens always brings something exciting to whatever he does. Our truth is somebody that's always fun. John Morrison, somebody who's always fun. Like they have these guys that are just kind of in there that are like, you you see them. And then on the women's side, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Mia Yim. I'm also a huge fan of. Liv Morgan's really good. So they they have a lot of these individual people. Oh, and Finn Balor, where you're just like individual star power. I think pound for pound, Raw's ahead. Raw is always going to be stacked. Raw is Vince's A game. You know but what I mean? But Fox wants SmackDown. Fox no, wants, true. Yeah. And Vince does go where the money is. But still, I think, like, to me, it's weird. To me, yeah, Raw's got the better talent. But match-wise, like, I'm excited for Hit Row. Um, I, I, I'm excited to see what they'll do. Ridge Holland, as long as he doesn't do anything stupid and bust his knee again. You know, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Um, you know, I feel like SmackDown got more of the NXT uh, talent, if you will. Um, not counting Karrion Cross because he's already been on the main roster for a little while. Um, you know, and SmackDown's always kind of been like that. Even the the original split way back when, uh, SmackDown was kind of more the younger, you know, the smaller talent, uh, the quicker talent. I'm looking, I, I like SmackDown's lineup. I do. And I'm looking forward to see what they can do with it. Um, I, I agree. I kind of feel like Raw has has and will always be the flagship, and uh, SmackDown is just another primetime show that they have to bring in, uh, I guess, their lower B levels and a handful of, you know, A's. Like, just looking at this top line, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, uh, and then after that, it kind of... You know, kind of downgrades. Like, Happy Corbin, I don't care if you like Baron Corbin or not, that gimmick is annoying. Um, What about Madcap Moss? Yeah, that's even worse. (laughs) That was like, you know, he was sad and it brought everybody down. Let's make him happy. Oh, this is pissing people off. You know what's really going to piss him off? Let's take the most annoying up-and-coming scrapper we could find and just let him tell dad jokes. Like, here we go. Um, 
I think it, it, yeah, I think I think SmackDown will be entertaining for something to watch on a Friday night, but I don't think it's half as as stacked and as you know better done than Raw. Okay, so meanwhile the effects will take place, like we said, the day after Crown Jewel. So next week on SmackDown. Okay. So stay tuned, and we'll see who wins those wars. Moving over to AEW. Yes. And last night, uh, Tony Khan fired a shot. Did he ever? And did he ever? Uh, it, it, it was funny because the announcements kept going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon says, okay, because of baseball, we're going to be on FS1. We're going to extend a half hour. Right. So that's great. Tony Khan comes back and says, hey, you know what? We're going to compete with you, but we're going to put it on the internet. We're going to see how many people actually want to see this right it's not turning on your tv even though it's easy to put in a website mm-hmm. still a little work involved okay vince said you're gonna do that my half hour is gonna be commercial free back to tony khan well i'm gonna give you commercial free for brian danielson by the way that still sticks in my throat right <laughs> commercial free was um cm punk versus CM punk. Now, the, first, yeah. no, no, the first match of rampage you're right because on the internet it was commercial free. right yeah exactly uh so it kept going back and forth and as we mentioned before ratings were down for both because of major league baseball sure. so let's just go back and we will address aew right now uh first of all they have a new title right the TBS yes. title mm-hmm. for women. At first, you look at it and go, I don't know, the WWE hasn't done anything with those tag things. Right. With those tag belts, as we discussed. But now I'm looking at it in a different way. Britt Baker. D. D. M. D. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, not, not a fan, so I'm, I'm just uh, silently protesting over here. She's good, but she's not as good as everybody thinks. Uh, Anywho. But meanwhile, she's making a run. You can't take away the belt from her oh, sure. now. Absolutely. But they have such an amazing women's division right now. Uh, I'm specifically looking at Jade, who is undefeated yeah. and is just a beast in there. Yep. Uh, what I'm thinking, at least, is that you give the secondary belt to Jade. Let, let's create like a little division, sort of like Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then later on, you could have the two beasts go head-to-head when the time comes. Yeah. Well, let's face facts. I don't think any major organization has ever had a secondary women's championship so uh, to me the tbs title which will be in the women's division um is kind of like their women's division version of the intercontinental championship ultimately Uh, i think they'll give it to like the worker jade cargill obviously would be deserving of the women's world championship i almost see someone like I, i mean like maybe anna jay or or Thunder Rosa at first yeah. to win the TBS championship. Um, you know, let someone, you know, build that up. Kind of like how the TNT title has been working for how it worked for Darby Allen, how it worked for um, how it's working for Sammy Guevara, Miro, and even um, uh, Brody Lee. Uh, Cody's Cody. Um, <laughs> F Cody. Uh, that's for uh, that's just uh, Stephen. Um, so. Um, I, I'm looking forward to uh, they're going to announce the tournament brackets, I think, tonight as we yes. record for the world title eliminator. No, I meant also for the TBS championship. Oh, yeah, I believe that also, either tonight or Rampage, tonight. one or the other. But in any event, I'm looking forward to the tournament. Um, and again, it's just a way to be like, well, I know the network wanted like TNT asked for the TNT championship. So it's 
you know, everyone's wondering, are they just going to turn the TNT into TBS? No, we're going to make a secondary title. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good uplifter for the women as well, because then that gives a secondary title. So something else to chase if you're not in the main event status. And it also, it's it's another good way, which I've, I've kind of noticed with the TNT championship, um, it, it almost seems like a television title, where it's oh, like 100%. a lot yeah. of the, you know, title matches will happen on TV. And just as another, you know, idea of like another show, different channel, let's have another belt. But okay, you know what? The guys are going back and forth doing what they do over over titles. Let's give it to the women because, you know, as in this day and age, the way we are now, it's no longer a pillow fight. You know, these chicks are in there doing it, sometimes doing it harder and heavier than the dudes are. Absolutely. And it just, yep. uh, I, I think it's, I think it's going to put a, a bit more of an element of excitement into uh, the TBS uh, show. Um, I pretty much totally agree. I don't have much to add other than it's gonna be it's gonna be really good for the development of the division because, like I said, um, I their develop their div- the women's division AEW is um, needs a lot more growth and care. It doesn't have the same star power that mm-hmm. I think WWE's currently has, and it's not as refined in my opinion. Um, so I think this will help bring a lot of legitimacy, a lot of prestige and a lot of refinement in terms of the character development and um, developing legitimacy for them. Okay. Thunder Rosa for the win. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, that yeah. will happen. Uh, for the win, though, we'll go back to the ladder match that they had, and the Joker was none other than Hangman Page. Again, second who, time in his career. We were looking around going, what, wait a minute, wasn't he here, and now he's gone? And uh, Sometimes you actually forget. Who's not around? Uh, Hangman Page grabbed the poker chip, <laughs> and he will get his championship match against Kenny Omega at full gear. Yep. Um, I think that's going to be a really, really cool match. Um, I think uh, as lo- as long as Kenny's held the title and really just you know put in work and made it legitimate, you know, for his title run, I definitely think Hangman's taking it from him. I've said this before, but the amount of edging that has been done prior to Paige getting this oh, belt, there will be yep. a tidal wave of semen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're. I mean, look, Hangman Page. He was he was the loser of the first ever title match for AEW. Um, he went on to be tag team champions with Kenny Omega, and now oh, they, nah, don't worry about it. And now. Um, Going into full gear, we have former AEW World Tag Team Champions battling it for the title that, yes, has eluded Hangman Page for so long. You tease, you tease, you tease. And AEW is good at that. AEW is fantastic at it. And the match at full gear is going to be, no pun intended for someone else, phenomenal. (laughs) And I think we will crown a brand new AEW World Heavyweight Champion at full gear. Tidal wave of semen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, at least there are no human rights violations going on further by now. I don't know, it's Minneapolis, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> uh, my next question regarding AEW involves last night, in which we had the inner circle, the reunited inner circle, right, taking on America Top Team. <laughs> you have Scorpio Sky, you have Ethan Page, the men of honor. Right. And Junior Dos Santos was there, uh, led, of course, by loudmouth Dan Lambert. <laughs> and then, of course, we saw Paige Van Zandt show oh, up. Oh, Paige uh, Van we saw, The uh, greatest page in wrestling. Yeah. I will, <laughs> I will battle that, but 
I'm not touching that. She's easy on the eyes. I'll tell you that much. Uh, George, um, I don't know oh, her husband. Name. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Right. yeah. I will ignore the husband part. So. <laughs> oh, no, no. The one who gave the, the knee, the flying knee? Yes. Oh, George um, St. Pierre? No, someone else. No, that wasn't George. I don't know. I'm not up with my MMA guys. Well, that's so. just, that's what I want to bring up. Okay, so now we have this entire MMA thing going on. Anybody who's an MMA fan who knows that it's not predetermined, I don't think really wants to watch their guys play act, quote unquote, play act in this because they have to do certain things in this. I don't think wrestling fans who I, I, we were at the we were live. Yeah. And when America top team came out, there was more of a who who's what what's going right. on here? Yep. Actually, I think and the only one was. who popped was Steven. Yeah, there we go. Because he knew who these people were. Exactly, because he's an MMA no, no, fan. No, yeah, exactly. So is this a good thing? I think it's interesting. It's trying to get the crossover as well as you want the rub from other industries. It tends to help because MMA, again, it's kind of that legitimacy thing. It's also the cross-promotion. Hey, come look at us. You might not have looked at us before. We're presenting something different than wwe you're gonna see somebody bleed probably every night you're gonna see people get hit harder the matt seidel um cm punk yeah. match was a it looked like a ring of honor match it was very technical and looked totally different it looks very similar to an mma match of a lot of technical holds it doesn't look like wwe of a like it would probably appeal more to an MMA fan than you might think. I think there are more people out there who enjoy both MMA and wrestling than people think. I, I think there's a lot of fans who enjoy both and get both. Now, yes, as a more of a wrestler, I mean, I'll watch MMA if someone's like, hey, you want to come out tonight to watch a fight? I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. And I was all in when Ronda Rousey, because her they were just yeah. amazing to watch back then. But, yeah, when they come to wrestling, doesn't matter what organization, you're right. Because you know it's like, all right, I get it. We all get it. It's wrestling. Is what it is. If it was a real fight, this guy would have destroyed everybody. I mean, Ken Shamrock made it work. Baszler's making it work. Hager is. An, Hager is. is made, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Look, we, we can run the list. Um, you know, Ronda Rousey made it work. Um Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, uh, Batista at one point. Yeah. Yep. So, and those, and those are wrestlers going into MMA, right. not even the other way around. Shamrock started in MMA and right. came over. But bottom line, yeah, not Tank Abbott, Dan the Beast Severin. Tank, never mention Tank Abbott in this apartment again. Dan the Beast Severin. I hate Tank Abbott. Tank yeah. Abbott. Tank <laughs> Abbott. Tank Abbott. <laughs> Talk about human rights violations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Radford, my go-to impact guy. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Dan Lambert did a like a quick. Thing, right? Okay, yeah, so they I, did this whole entire storyline um, a handful of years ago with different MMA people, but Dan Lambert in the forefront. Gotcha. Now I didn't, I didn't watch it then, so I missed that run. But I am loving America's Top Team right now. I'm loving Dan Lambert. Men of the Year is an amazing tag team, and I'm starting to learn who these guys are. And and of course, you know, Paige Van Dan uh, Van Zandt is the greatest person of all time. Um, but um, you know, I'm I'm in. He says Oscar, so <laughs> we don't watch that. You know, I, I don't mind them coming in as the heels, and I'm starting to learn who they are. But yes, there is that part of it is always like, uh, you know, all right, it's wrestling. Like Junior Dos Santos, 
obviously a little clumsy in the ring. It was his first match. I thought he was going to kill himself when he went through the table. Um, but I also said it before. We were talking online during one of our chats, which you can join on the on the Facebook group, the Ring Crew. You know, every almost show, we're always live chatting. Cain Velasquez, his match against Brock in the desert, you know, at Crown Jewel, was terrible. I saw him probably six months earlier at a AAA show when AAA came to New York City at the theater yeah. at MSG. I went to that show, and he was there. He was under a mask, but it was him. He was jumping. He was doing top rope stuff. I'm not saying he was the greatest wrestler of all time, but he definitely did more in AAA six months earlier than he did yeah. WWE. So you never know what these guys may be holding back. So, so I, my I don't, question is, me. would you now watch them if you went, oh, Junior Dos Santos is having an MMA fight? Oh. No, uh, no, I, I no, no. <laughs> honestly, no, I, I probably would not. Um, I mean, I, I've been wanting to order a bare knuckle fight anyways because Paige Van Zandt does bare knuckle fighting. Uh, no, all for real, which I find hysterical. Uh, but I'm not gonna jump over. Um, but that's me. I think there will be people who will jump over though. Is bare knuckle fighting legal? I think it's held <laughs> in two cities in the entire United States, but it's on fight. It's I don't ridiculous. Know. I don't know how you can beat a bear, but you know that's right. fine. Um, <laughs> I actually pop for that. <laughs> uh, me personally, the whole idea between MMA and wrestling, I don't like. Um, I hate it when MMA dudes come in. Um, I think it's a waste of time. I think it's taking away from time that actual wrestling talent could be involved. And uh, you know, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are great as a tag team, and you know, as a push of you know, no nonsense, nitty gritty type dudes. That's great. But bringing in all of these MMA jabronis, yes, I'm calling them MMA MMA jabronis. I don't care. Oh snap! Um, you know, like uh, I just I think it's a complete waste of time, and I don't like it at all. If I make make a comparison, sure. to when celebrities step in the ring, yeah, we all know that. If the celebrity's there just for the money, right? He's he or she's not going to do good, right? But if she was a he or she was a fan, knows the business, Bad Bunny proved it to us. Sure, the few yeah. times she was in the ring, Maria Menounos right. held her own. Freddie Prince Jr. when he was host of Raw had the biggest toothy eleven-year-old kid smile <laughs> I've ever seen on any celebrity involved in professional wrestling. David Arquette. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, he Hugh made a Jackson. movie Wait. about wrestling. Hugh Jackman came in, yeah. and who did he uh, chop? Ziggler. Ziggler, right. and there's Jockey. a story. It was like Ziggler told him, "No, you have to let go." Oh, he, he and again, him, yeah. he was going, "Oh, wow, really? I can do this!" And it became exciting. So what I'm saying is, maybe, maybe we don't know. Maybe some of these MMA fighters like wrestling, and like this is kind of like their hidden dream to do it at least maybe once or twice. Sure. But do you think an MMA fighter can go in the ring if they appreciate it? Like, do they have to appreciate wrestling in order to be able to get in the ring to perform? I'm not saying to be the top performer, right. but just mm -hmm. to perform. I mean, just to, just to perform, I, I think it's learning a new a new thing altogether. You're not in a fight. You're in a wrestling match. These are not square squared up full fist punches. These are wrestling moves that you're using. It's you more know? learning Dos, a dance yeah. than Dos Santos, it is learning to fight. I'll let you know in a second. Dos Santos looked awkward when he needed to take a hit. So right. that I always find weird. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... Take us into very murky waters. Oh, what boy. was it? Pride who did the half shoot uh, that was oh, uh, the Japanese so. promotion so. yeah. who would do like... Or Pancraze? Some, yeah, there were yeah. there was a couple of promotions in Japan historically who would promote simultaneously real MMA matches, real professional wrestling matches, right. and sometimes a blur of the two. And you never actually knew what you were getting on the card. Right. It's like GCW Bloodsport. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
funny you mentioned GCW because I happen to have some GCW news. Segway. Oh! Here we go. Home run. Uh, GCW champion, as we know now, is John Moxley. Oh yeah, right from AEW. Uh, well, their champion. Uh, I'm sorry. The champion of Defy Wrestling, D-E-F-Y, mm-hmm. right, uh-huh. was scheduled to wrestle Eddie Kingston. Well, Eddie couldn't make it, so who showed up? Oh, that's the angle. But John Moxley right. came on. Oh, snap. And he defeated Defy champion Shaf. <laughs> I, okay. I, I love looking at these because yeah. it's all in capital letters. Right. S-C-A. Okay, so it's Shaf. Mm-hmm. Does that stand for it's anything? Like Walter. Couldn't find no anything. Yeah. It's just Shaf. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who, he's a bad Shut your mouth. No one understands it but John Moxley, apparently. <laughs> and also, in it. a title versus career match, because he won't go away, <laughs> Matt Cardona reclaimed the GCW internet title, defeating oh, yeah. Effie. With help from Chelsea Green, okay. I heard that. Um, uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to motion on this. Um, I have no idea who that is that uh, Cardona faced, but I'm sure it was good. Um, it's also Effie, in, really in, in capital letters. Yeah, I've never, I've, no, it's regular. Yeah, I've never E-F-F-Y, actually yeah. seen anything. Um, you know, live as far as GCW aside from like promotional photos and stuff like that. I don't know that company. At all, um, I you know anything with Mox involved is a good time, and uh, that's great. I love the fact that he's he has the ability and he's allowed to show up in different promotions and just you know shake his shit, do what he has to do, and then come back to AEW. Like it's it's great. Like I love those cross promotion type things. Um, Effie has been all over the indies. He's like a his gimmick is he's gay and he's gay in real life. I was gonna say I don't think that's his gimmick. Okay. It, it, well, yeah. but but he plays into it as part. Man, no, no, he no, sells he's it. He's over, no, yeah, he's over the top. No, no, like yeah, his finisher like is like a business. pile driver where he shoves the head down. No, his I pants. get it. It's very it's, sexual. Yeah, yeah. It, he he overtly plays into yeah. his sexuality okay. as a part of his gimmick. Right. Um, he tags with Ali Catch mm-hmm. um, in GCW, and and um, you know, at first it was like a lot of that gimmick. Not just Effie, but GCW was so over the top. I've said this before. You know, I was never into that deathmatch scene. I went to a GCW show un- unknowingly. I just thought I was going to a wrestling show. And I walk in and well, you know, the I'm w like. stands for wrestling. Yeah, basically. So, okay. I'm like, what is that noise? Oh, that's a light tube. All right. right. And it, yeah. was, it, it was the Nick Gage Invitational mm. uh, where the cops showed up. <laughs> right. Great story. But I Who invited say, the cops? Oh, Come it was on. hysterical. But I got to say, Card- I got to credit Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona's angle with um, with uh, uh, Nick Nick Gage um, that led up to that title match got me to recognize what GCW really is. It's not j- yes, it is deathmatch, but it's not just for the sake of deathmatch. And I was actually telling Sean Law before you guys showed up, I was listening. Uh, Gage was on Jericho's podcast and listening to how Nick Gage described a deathmatch, and he's like. I'm not out there just to hit, slice people up. It's telling a story. And Gage told a story with Cardona. And yeah. a, a pure wrestling fan, GCW got me over with them. And I'll say the other person in GCW that doesn't get enough credit is Joey Janela. Those spring breaks in, like, I think it was 2018, 2019, yeah. really put them over the top Yeah, in, uh, that they did on the WrestleMania weekends where they had, like, Joey Janela on... In like the middle of is that the one him and Jersey, 
Um, off, the, off the off the roof, he almost killed him. No, okay. that was Janela versus Zandig in I forget the middle of nowhere Jersey. <laughs> I <laughs> that's was at, where I was. I was actually at that show. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but no, he sounds like a death metal concert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, he they put him on a water uh, a jet ski and had he was pushed through the audience into his <laughs> opponent. No, these are the no, wildest very, shows. Yeah, it's a very niche group, but GCW is starting to expand where now. They're hitting the indie mecca. January, they're at the Hammerstein, oh and that is huge. And I am going yeah. to go to that show. And I, anyone listening, and even for the two of you who aren't into GCW, telling you, give them a chance. I get the death match, but not every oh. match is a death match. Okay. Oh, I have nothing against it. I just haven't really done my research. Definitely look into, into it. it. Yeah, I, I recommend it. I mm-hmm. will say that. There, some of their characters are wonderfully fun and can be good. Some of their wrestlers definitely need work and can put on solid matches. Some of it is so indie-rific. Oh yeah, like yeah. you're you're gonna go see just just some botchamania. That's the stuff. word of the day, indie-ific. <laughs> yeah, but definitely give GCW a shot. Oh no! I, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm good on the GCW thing. I, you know, don't know enough to really like get in depth on it. Neither did I. I said yeah. that whole Cardona thing. Oh sure, so, yeah. do your research. Totally. No, the best girls. part of the Cardona angle is uh, Chelsea Green and OnlyFans. That is true. Okay. <laughs> Two hours after that went up, it already started leaking. <laughs> We're moving somewhere else. <laughs> We're gonna go to Impact Wrestling. Okay. Okay. We have some Impact news. Uh, they have their Bound for Impact. Glory show coming in 10:23 out of uh, Las Vegas. The Impact World Championship will have Christian Cage from AEW. Apparently, <laughs> right. they're involved in everything. Mm-hmm. Taking on Josh Alexander. Match is going to be off the hook, but it's going to be on at like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, it, the pay per view starts at ten p.m. Eastern. I know they're in oh, Vegas, <laughs> but it starts at ten p.m. Eastern. I, I I'm still debating. It's a forty dollar pay per view, which is fine, but I just don't know. If I can stay up, because I know we'll talk a little bit more about the, the card a little bit, right. but some of the names that are going to be on there will get me to buy the pay-per-view, right. but Who's I'm going to have there? to nap. I'll tell you in a second. I'm going to have to nap from like 10 a.m. till about <laughs> 7 because there's going to be a Saturday Night Dynamite on right. before Bound for Glory. So, again, Cage and Josh Alexander for the Impact title, Ooh. which I think Alexander is going to leave with the yeah. championship. Um, the women's, the knockouts tag titles, which is uh, Decay, um, oh, which nice. is Havoc and Rosemary Havoc, will right. be taking on the former Iconics. The Inspiration. Now rebranded as the Inspiration, Jesse McKay and Cassie Lee. I'm in on it. I think they, they can uh, work. This sounds like a phenomenal show. Yeah, and also just announced the king, Minoru Suzuki, yep. will be oh my God. at Bound for Glory and will be at Impact. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anybody who Kaze really wants to Nina see. <laughs> Anybody who really wants to see wrestling. Check out his match uh, against Brian Danielson. His match last night on that the buy-in was the hottest hitting match I've seen. I thought he legitimately cold cocked Brian Danielson with a forearm shiver. I yeah. you heard it. <laughs> it was that match was amazing. Go well, back and watch. It's on YouTube. It's on the buy-in. Speaking of Minoru Suzuki, I, I I also got a chance to see the man very up close. He's scary, right? You uh, peed your pants. It's okay. Up picture, I believe. We were uh, we were about a hundred rows away from ringside, yeah. and I definitely peed my pants when he came out. Yeah, like uh, that's that's a little, a little terrifying. Two seconds. Else. I don't remember. Oh yeah, besides uh, G one. 
Um, as far as uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Christian's losing the title. I think this was just a way to kind of promote the Impact Championship for a while and be like, hey, by the way, guys, we still exist. Please come and watch us. Sort of, do you have access? Yeah, if you don't, then sorry. But uh, you know, so um, I think that's gonna be cool. Um, the whole idea of bringing in, in Suzuki is a good idea as well. I'm still I'm wondering who he's facing because, to be perfectly honest, I have no idea what consists of the Impact roster anymore. So um, I don't even know, like, as far as like the show goes, who else is involved or what's going on. Storyline is way out the out the window. Yeah. Like I'm so far behind with Impact, but. Um, I don't know. At the end of the day, I may wind up renting it just because it's Bound for Glory and because it's Impact, and I've been a fan since for the past, like, 15, almost years. You're our Impact guy, so I'm going to ask you this, because yes. they've also made another announcement. Right. That their newest inductee into the Impact Hall of Fame will be Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong. Wow, that's that's uh, that's an interesting pick. Um, I definitely I definitely do agree with that. You know, after they've already inducted Gail Kim, who is the originator of the women's division, and really just... Bringing up, a, you know, just second, but very barely just touching second as far as the best women performers in TNA Impact all in all has been Awesome Kong. You know, she was a dominating force to begin with. She was only in like one WWE match that turned out to be the Royal Rumble. And, uh, you know, just just a beast on wheels. And, um, yeah, she deserves every every uh, ounce of that induction. She was awesome on Glow. She yeah. was fantastic on she was Glow, She was great actually. on Glow. Um, yeah, Awesome Kong, definitely deserving of it. Uh, you know, I regret a lot not paying attention to TNA uh, originally, um, especially looking back on it now um, and hearing Achao Radford talks about it. I've yeah. never heard any like I've never known anyone to be into Impact as right. Oh, I man. love that. I, I, got, I love yeah. it. I got DVDs for days, man. That's why I feel, I feel so bad. <laughs> no one carries access. Yeah, yeah. You know, I because I started watching it again recently when they were on Twitch, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit after the pandemic, um, and you know when they started getting fans again. Um, even though it has, they reverted back to an indie feel. Impact is um, a major player, sure, um, and and they can be again, and they will be again. Uh, but yeah, Awesome Kong definitely deserving of the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm just debating Bound for Glory. What do you got, Anthony Law? Uh, I'm frantically trying to pull stuff up for upcoming segment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bound for Glory has always been Impact slash TNA's flagship, you know, show. It's always been in October. Uh, way back when it, when you know the the early two thousand, uh, the late two thousands to the you know early tens, it was always like a big deal with Sting, yep. and Sting started getting the moniker of Mister October, and every match, no matter who he faced. At Bound for Glory, it, you were going to see a barn burner, and he was coming out on top, and it was always just something to really pine over. And, you know, just uh, hopefully, uh, you know, once I find out about more of these matches, hopefully it does hold the candle, but uh, we'll just have to see. Sting had amazing Bound for Glory matches as long as his opponent wasn't pilled up. Well, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, that was um, uh, that was Victory Road. But, was uh, it? Oh, I'm yes, sorry. That right, was never not, mind. Yeah, I apologize. No, they, they it doesn't never... matter. You got the reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan. yeah. I have that pay-per-view, too. Stay sober, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that pay-per-view is just, woof, dark as dark can be from beginning to end. Uh, well, moving on from Awesome Kong, going into the Hall of Fame, let's go to an entire organization dedicated to women's wrestling is coming back. Yes. The Women of Wrestling Wow is now back. It'll be on Pluto TV. And who helped bring this back? None other than, well, you may know her as AJ Lee. You may know her as Mrs. CM Punk, but her name is actually April Mendez. She will be the executive producer, and she will also be on commentary. 
Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh, commentary part. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no, WoW was around for a hot second. Um, I remember when WoW first, but it was on late. Like, WoW was on at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, like, on Fox or something weird. Um, and then it got moved over to Access. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was on Access for, yeah. for a little bit, yeah. Um, but what they're looking to do with it now, um, from what I read, uh, they're looking to make it very family-friendly. You know, it's certainly not going to be, like, a gratuitous TNA or anything like that. I mean, it's 2021. It's I guess that's Glow. Like, yeah, it's not around anymore. Glow, you ever go back and watch Old Glow? Yeah. I mean, how even back then, <laughs> how do you not realize this thing was scripted? Oh, yeah. Even oh, back absolutely. then. I mean, it's yeah. great watching yeah. now. Um, but uh, they're going to be family friendly, like superhero almost like, uh, which I'm very cool with. And again, you know, women's wrestling. I, I, I'm not happy that it women's wrestling is here just because they're women. No, they can do it. They are doing it. And yes, a lot of the women's matches are better than the men's matches. So even though I'm still not over yet on inter, uh, uh, intergender matches. Um, I'm all for WoW coming back, and a lot of these women who don't... I mean, let's face facts. AEW really, as well, the the, the sport is dominant by men still, but places like WoW, Shine, Stardom, you know, they are there for the women, and uh, I think WoW is going to be really cool. I think we're getting a lot of uh, uh, old uh, episodes of WoW on Pluto, and I think they struck a deal with CBS, was it? I'm not sure. Oh, about okay. That. okay. It was with a major, like, the, oh, yes. No, they're going to be on um, the CW Seed app or whatever that is. Um, there are so CW. many channels and right. apps out there. It's basically yeah. CW. Uh -huh. Yeah, CW. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing to add. I mean, I think it's a great idea anytime you can start a new show that has, you know, a place to gain a following and you start building stars and then you can, you know, they have the opportunity to move up. Like, you know, you build somebody hard and heavy on WoW, and then all of a sudden they move to AEW or, you know, they move to WWE or yeah. whatever, and all of a sudden it's somebody with a name going, oh, wow, oh, you know, no pun intended, oh, wow, this person's here. That's that's great. Like, especially with what we were talking about earlier with the AEW women's roster, how it's good, but it doesn't have that star power that the WWE is trucking along at the moment yeah. that I think that's another way to build talent and get them over to another spot. I guess my real question is, are they going to be, when they start up, trying to pull from Shine and Stardom's current roster, or are they going to be trying to go through the indies and try to find people like, uh, I don't think Chris Stratlander was working for either at the time, right? Um, and trying to find those diamonds in the rough? Well, their first signing was a little controversial. Uh, they've already oh, signed yeah. Tessa Blanchard. Nice. Tessa Blanchard. Oh, okay, cool. Because... Nobody else will sign Tessa. Right. Yeah, right she's got now. a little bit of a kind of a jerk. history with her. Kind of a jerk. Now, that right? No, what happened? You never heard about that? Tessa Blanchard apparently dropping like an, an end bomb in the back. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, didn't hear okay. about that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's why. That's why she left Impact. Oh, well, that's she why was they kicked her out. Left. Yeah, 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 I was gonna they say yeah. Kicked her quote out. Unquote of left. Yeah. Uh, now, because I I remember seeing stuff and I was like, oh, she's doing well. And again, I like to say that is presume. I don't know if it's actually right. happened Air or not. Quotes. So yeah. just in case, Tessa, you're listening. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh -huh. Air quotes on that last comment. Now, that brings to point, uh, I understand I, I need a place to work and I want to showcase my skills and I'm new and I'm going to sign with WoW. But would this stop? See, I had watched WoW before. It was also on, I believe, Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. On, yeah, they, they kept channel. It, yeah. And I was introduced to Santana Garrett. Yes. And I was introduced to, that's actually where I first saw Tessa Blanchard. Oh, okay. Before she uh -huh. had uh, hit TNA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so 
I would watch it, and it had some really good women there who, as we keep saying, they can go. Right. So, And that is the point of this business, to mm-hmm. get a name recognition. If their two first hires are Tessa Blanchard and Eva Lee's, what does that mean for the company? <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Would you? Is this going to stop people from signing there? I mean, it's like you can work almost anywhere, eh, but I can get on TV, but I don't know if I work with Tessa, if I work with Eva Lee's. Right. Am hmm. I going to be blacklisted? No, not necessarily. I, I mean, so. uh, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a different world altogether to say that, you know, somebody's not going to be blacklisted, guilty by association and all that jazz. Like, it, it's totally possible. You know, do you do you want these people to be involved as their as your, you know, start off names? And then everybody else is kind of like, oh, well, they're that you know that company with this and whatever like i don't know it's a very thin line i guess um you know ladies and gentlemen we wow is proud to announce our first three signings first we have tessa blanchard next we have ivalice last we have sexy star (laughs) (laughs) oh sexy star purposely hurting people in the ring i want a refund (laughs) (laughs) we'll go wait in the car you guys tell me how this turned out wait you were in the bathroom the entire (laughs) show (laughs) yeah yeah well it just seemed like a 20 dollar pee break (laughs) and now with a special report an on-site report he went to pwx he is sean law yes i i did things and stuff (laughs) it's uh, for me a wrestling experience out of Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, or specifically, actually, Concord, North Carolina, which is near Charlotte. Uh, yeah, I went and saw Minoru Suzuki beat the ever-loving crap out of Anthony Henry. Um, that that was the main event. Do you okay. know Anthony Henry? I'm familiar. Yeah, he's real good. Yeah, yeah. That dude can go. I saw yep. him at Evolve years ago, and that was one of the most violent matches I've ever seen without a single foreign object. After the show, legitimately, from shoulder to waist, him and his opponent were thick black and blue. Goodness. Okay. They had beat the ever-loving shit out of each other. Um, How was it going back to a wrestling show for you? Uh... For me personally, because you guys know I, I've been pretty uh, isolating and stuff. So mm-hmm. this was actually like my first time really even like going out of the house and stuff. And I traveled. I, I had to use off time because I was leaving my job, going to a new job. Um, so going to Charlotte was definitely interesting. Um, but going to the show was actually pretty good. Everybody w- had their masks on for the most Which part. Um, and we kind of – I specifically purchased tickets they – uh, the first off that promotion, I've been to a lot of different indie promotions prior to COVID. This place had their shit together so well. First off, you could only pay via card. Okay, they would not do cash. Everything was just tap your card. So they did. So they were basically, you know, uh, vaccine, not vaccine, but like COVID mandate and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, it, it, it felt it was safe. Just but, tap your card. Everything was assigned seats. Okay. And then I purposely got assigned seats that were, like, away. Like, it, there was a gap between me and the wrong gotcha. front. And it, like, everybody had their masks on. Everybody, like, it was a really well-done show. And then, all right, so that's COVID aside. Because I wasn't on the last episode to be able to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, my yeah. experience. How was it just be back to a wrestling show since the pandemic for you? 
Um, it was definitely interesting. It was a little weird being around that many people. Okay. Um, and the crowd definitely was also a little weird of like everybody was kind of, it felt weird everybody being in public of just like oh we have to interact with this don't we they come in near us <gasps> <gasps> the waves <laughs> coming right what yeah honestly <laughs> it's it, it was this thing of just like oh man this is really tiring to like chant and stuff i just kind of <laughs> i'm used to like just kind of being quiet and occasionally going yeah, yeah that was dumb <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I, I remember when I went, my first show was back at the Garden. Again, I wasn't here last time. I just want to mention real quick. And just being back to a wrestling show, I don't care who it was, it just felt normal to me. And it was the Garden, and it was packed. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all COVID aside, uh, whatever your opinions are or what they are, but I was just so happy to be back. And now, Jesus, I'm going to have, like, what, about 12 wrestling shows under my belt by the time this year's over. I'm yeah. so excited. You know, just back wrestling's back to be in person, and especially with you guys as well. You know, it's great now being able to go to shows with you guys. So I'm just happy I'm able to get back out there. You just saw. I mean, how many organizations did we hit just in this podcast? Yeah, about it. and uh, it's coming back. We're going to an HOG show, yes. which is a local oh, indie promotion, wait. which is really just you know harping on. Please keep it back. Like, Possibly get some sort of medication via needle. That'd be great. <laughs> That like indie shows because I haven't really been to too many big shows like with the exception of the last two over the course of the mm -hmm. weeks you know, uh, AEW and SmackDown before that I hadn't I think I went to Hell in a Cell back in like 2010 or something like that that was the last big show I went to but indie shows I discovered oh maybe about four years ago and just started hitting as many po as possible and just the fact of House of Glory which is a New York based promotion that I went to so many shows like over the course of like a couple of years and now they're finally back after two years just to go back to that show and you know the week before that I'm going to an MLW show so just back to back over the course of a week is oh, just MLW going to be really really cool yeah it's gonna be in Philly um, wow. and uh, but close. yeah just going uh, just going to those two like in-house like even if you're up against the wall you're still only about 100 feet away from the <laughs> ring is just going to be fantastic and right next to you is one of the performers who was just in the ring having a beer yeah you know it's it's, awesome. it's it's awesome to be at a to be at a show like that and somebody like you know when they were up and coming the private party just walking past and be like dudes that was a fantastic match thanks knuckle bump knuckle bump see you later <laughs> yeah. and you know just doing stuff like that is just that's what indie wrestling is all about to me really did you ever go to to that one indie i they had a trio that was like the ducks or something like that the ugly duckling no oh i know who you're talking about I yeah. Just, yeah, yeah i know of them. those yeah. guys are great yeah so search out your local indie promotion and go it's you know if you get vaccinated because they th there's the only reason i can tell you definitely to go get vaccinated and i don't care if you do or not but you won't be let into a show and i really want to see those shows i've always said it and i will say it till the day i day with any wrestling you want to go to any wrestling for two reasons you never know who you're going to see the next big star for the first time ever yep. you never know who you're going to see coming through for the last time i yeah. saw oh, mjf yeah. at house of hardcore probably a year before he was in all in um that nice. was killer he was so much fun and that was with the spirit squad and like all of uh the old um ecw workers but the spirit squad it just became a roast battle between the spirit squad and the crowd <laughs> hmm. 
But to piggyback on what Larry was saying, thinking about it, uh, I've been to, I don't know, five or six uh, HOG shows, and I I saw Ricochet. And yeah. I remember yeah. when they signed him in WWE mm-hmm. going, oh, I saw him. Private party. Oh, my God. They're going on, too. Yep. And I also saw Jake the Snake. And I saw Teddy Long. Yeah. And I saw, you know, like all. So you get both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. It's really amazing. So you should go. I think we're going to close out on that. Let's start our plugs. Sean Law. I'm a human being who does things. <laughs> he does things, <laughs> folks. That's right. Search him out. Maybe you can find out what nah, things he don't, does. No, don't, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Okay. Sean Radford. Uh, so on top of doing this show, The Ring Crew, which happens uh, every couple of weeks, every week on Wednesdays, uh, we do a show called Circling the Drain Podcast, which is the comedy show about nothing. We talk about a bunch of different stuff. Uh, we play a lot of games. We talk about a bunch more stuff. You learn absolutely nothing, but you come away with your sides hurting because you laugh so hard. Uh, on top of this podcast, we also are now running weekly chats on weekly shows for Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Rampage, NXT for as colorful and you know brightly lit as it is. Uh, we just kind of run down, and it's just basically a chat thread of the show and just commenting on moves and who's involved and the stupid commercials in between. It's like sitting around and just bullshitting with your friends while watching wrestling it's a really good time if you're listening to this come over to the ring crew group page on facebook and join in on any one of the nights over the course of the week because we're always there at it doing doing what we do talking about wrestling all right of course, besides The Ring Crew, my love of wrestling, my love of podcasting. Uh, you can check out my other podcast, The Retro Gamers Podcast, every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can check us out on YouTube and Instagram TV as well. And The Better Half Podcast, every other Wednesday, a little bit of a hiatus right now, but um, where we just talk about whatever is happening today with us. So uh, definitely check out my other podcast. You can find me on social media and on the video game systems at More365, M-O-H-R-365. Okay, we're also going to be setting up our TikTok, our Twitter. But uh, remember on Facebook, you look up The Ring Crew Podcast. You can find it wherever podcasts are found, which, let's face it, you can find them. Everywhere. There's a thing called Google. You just put it in there, put in The Ring Crew Podcast, and you will see us, which is amazing. Uh, (laughs) There we go. Technology. (laughs) We're also going to be putting out a second podcast. That will air in uh, about two weeks from now. It's a special. It's a comparison between the organizations right now. You won't want to miss that. So, until next time, this is the Ring Crew saying goodbye. Peace. Later.